Hey everybody, welcome to Better. I'm Julie Duffy and joining me today is Dr. John Duffy and a special surprise guest we'll introduce in a second. Yeah, hi everybody. Um, hope everybody is safe and healthy out there. And uh, my bias would be let's jump and introduce our special surprise guest right now. Yeah, so I was thinking, um, you know, I just... I'll call myself out a little bit. I, I've been focused the last couple of weeks just on processing this, getting my family, you know, quarantined, getting, you know, things disinfected. And um, I know a lot of other people are have been more aware than I have, but I realized some, from some conversations, I started to think about all the people who are hungry, who are out of work all of a sudden, who were living paycheck to paycheck, who, you know, I'm nervous to go out and buy groceries because I, you know, don't want to catch any germs. And, but I, you know, woke up to the fact that, oh, there's people that would love to go to the store and uh, buy groceries and don't have any money. Um, so I wanted to, we wanted to bring our really good friend on Mark Collins. He's a, um, village trustee, uh, the Niles Township trustee, and the liaison and basically runs an amazing food pantry in Skokie. So I wanted to talk to you, Mark, about uh, kind of what's going on and how we can all help feed people who need help. Absolutely. I'll help um, you. All of those questions and more. <laughs> it's yeah. good to see you guys. <laughs> good to see you, good to see you, man. Well, at first blush, if I can tell you what's going on, there's so much going on. And the good thing is I've got a great team over at Township and especially the food pantry. Um, it's really spearheaded by one guy, but his crew of young men, they're all in their 20s are feeding thousands of people every month. And uh, you wouldn't think that these young guys who would be out, you know, they want to be out partying or doing this, that, or anything. No, they're taking care of thousands of people, and I'm so proud of them. Can I, can I ask, where, where do these uh, young people come from? Like, what is their, what, what brings them to the food pantry of all places? Well, my number one guy, I'm going to say his name, Tony Arake. I've uh, been with him at that food pantry for 10 years. And he wow. was a volunteer when we were pretty much servicing about 600 people a month. And wow. he came back and he came back again. And at a certain point, he volunteered so much. And I thought I was going to lose him. But I know I was going to lose him. But I told him, dude, what if I uh, paid you as a part-time employee? And so he came on part-time and then time went on and I thought I was going to lose him. I said, what if we gave you full-time with benefits? What about that? And he stayed. And I, once I came to him and I said, dude, I don't know what this is going to look like in the future, but if you trust me, I'll make sure it looks good for you. And he stuck and now he's running the whole show. I'm so proud of him. Like he was my own kid. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I've seen him in some of your um, Facebook lives and he is a youngin. Um, so, uh, and, and you, I've seen, you know, I remember touring the food pantry years ago and it's, it's just grown and grown and how many people, so before COVID, how many people did you, do? You, uh, how many people, <laughs> sorry, are you serving? 
Uh, it vacillates from actually season to season, but uh, right before COVID, I think our numbers were around 7,000 people a month. Wow. And Mark, where, this might, I, I feel so ridiculous not knowing this and, and, and knowing you, where does all this food come from? Where does food uh, come from to feed 7,000 people a month? That is a beautiful question. We have a chance to talk about the Greater Chicago Food Depository. They are absolutely fabulous. Over the years, they've helped me figure out how to feed kids in schools, how to put breakfast bars in schools, um, how to do lots of things with food and how to get it to people. So they are number one in my book. Um, then we have purchasing power. For every dollar you give me, we can multiply that and multiply it and buy so much food. So to cut to the chase of one of the questions you're going to ask again yeah. later is, what's the most important thing you can give us right now is money because we can buy more than you can and we'll get it directly from the source. On top of that, when you run to the store and if you want to buy a lot of stuff for the food pantry, Think about this. You're taking it away from somebody that will come behind you. And the shelves, mm. some shelves are not barren, but there's empty spots. Yeah. So I'd rather leave that food for people who want to go shopping and buy it for themselves, for their own homes. And a fun so, side fact about Mark, he shops and he shops for food and he will do it for quite some time because I've been in those stores with him. <laughs> so leave it there because he's going to make something amazing with that food. Um, <laughs> quarantine cuisine. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Check out Mark on Facebook. Right. Um, so we, so yeah, so there is a system set up that, that can be amazing for a lot of people like, for example, your food pantry in the greater Chicago food depository has, there's pantries around Chicago. Um, so how do people at this juncture qualify for those? If, if that's some, something someone wants or needs, is it, is it too late? Can people get access to that food? This is a tough situation right now because right now, if you're in our system, or if you're in any public aid or public assistance system, you can come to us and we'll register you and you're right in there. What we have now is people who have never thought they'd be in a position like this. Right. Never. Um, I was just talking to a group of people and I said, right now, everything's, I won't use the word, but everything is effed up. Everything. And it's really messed up for people who've never had to use any kind of assistance. I've got uh, neighbors in our, in our community who begrudgingly to themselves and their own attitudes have contacted me and kind of dropped that hint that, hey, you know, if you can help me. And I do. The, um, it's not like a, there's a hard, fast rule I'm breaking, but... I'll tell you this, I'll break any rule to feed anybody. Yeah, I know you will. Yeah. I know you will. So, hey Mark, yes. You know, um, this, this is, I think, uh, uh, so every once in a while, I think your path and my path kind of cross a little bit. And this is one of those spots right there. Um, how do you help people mitigate, like, the shame that they might feel if they're going to a food pantry for the first time, feeling like, wow, I can't 
I can't afford to feed my family. There's a lot of emotion affiliated with that. And you seem like a guy who can help somebody manage that and ease that over. How do you, how do you work with somebody who's having a difficult time of it just emotionally? Well, one thing among a few things that I talk to people, because John, I screwed this up years ago when I first started the food pantry, I would see, and I was really involved in the, in the schools. So I would see a parent of the kids, my kids went to school with come into our township and in the building, I would go, Hey, how are you? Oh my gosh. What are you doing here? And they would go, uh, um, Oh man. And I realized they were going to the food pantry. Yeah. And then I would never see them again. I chased them away. It took me a while to realize that. And so after that, when I would see somebody, I would go, Hey, how are you? Look, I run the show here. If you need anything, I'm taking care of you. I'd whisper to them. If you need to come at another time, if you need whatever you need, I know you, I will take care of you, which I could see the sigh of relief on their faces yeah, and their bodies and they were relaxed. And then I would see them and they would say, Oh, I know him. I know him. It took me a trial and error to figure that out. The yeah. And I knew you'd have some, oh, yeah. some lesson in care keeping caregiving that a lot of people, whether it's a food pantry, whether it's shelter, whether it's any basic need, somebody's going to be able to borrow something from right. your approach to people. One of the other big things that I tell, I'll tell everybody this. The other day I was there and I said, hey, see that food pantry door? I used to stand there with my mother. Oh, oh yeah. brilliant. Yeah. We got oh. food pantry. We got the government cheese and the government this and the government that. And when you're a kid, you don't think about it until you hit that uh, high school age and you've got the pink lunch card and everybody else has got the blue lunch card. Mm -hmm. Right. Because yours was public assistance. And so I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I tell them, ain't no shame in that game. We're going to get your belly full. Yeah. I'm going to take care of you. So that's my way. I always say, you know, karmically, I'm paying it back. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So, so I would love your thoughts. So, you know, I, again, this kind of dawned on me today um, uh, that there are ways for people to get food, but there's probably a lot of people who aren't signed up. They're not in the system. There's a lot of people who are falling through the cracks. We were yes. talking about earlier before we started recording. There's people who can't get unemployment because, you know, maybe they're independent contractors or drove Uber or whatever. And then all of a sudden they find themselves um, with no money to buy food. So right. what are some ways that we, John and I, you know, we're committed to um, really helping, you know, in this way, helping in, in some way. way. Can, right? in and, some and we want to know what you think the best way for us to help is. And, and, our, and, and our listeners. I will tell you the best, but... I will tell you anything you do is the best way you can do it. Number one, you guys are doing it right now by alerting people who may not know that there are people out there that they do know who, who are in need. Yeah. Um, find a local food pantry, uh, call your local government and ask them what they suggest folks do who you can volunteer or donate to. Um, talk with your neighbors and friends. This is an effed up time. We can't knock on doors because no one will let us in. 
You won't let anybody in. Right. Get on the phone, get on social media, throw a message out on social media that, hey, these are tough times. If anybody knows any way that I can help, whether it be with money or food, and be specific, say it. Money yeah, or food yeah. or, what, or volunteering, let me know. Um, go full out. Put on your social media or whatever media or ways you connect with people. Put out there that, look, I'm okay. You're not okay. And if you're not okay, I want you to be okay and I will help you. I will open my wallet. I will help you. Help in any way you can. There, there are people that I know that have deep, much deeper pockets than I do. Yeah. And it's time to reach down deep. Yeah. And take care of other people. If you're in a, a, a place of need, again, there ain't no shame in that game. Take care of yourselves. Take care of yeah. your family. Yeah. Contact your local government. Around here, it's Niles Township Government. We do general assistance. We do emergency assistance. Uh, of course, the food pantry and food assistance. And I turn away no one who needs food. So I hear you saying you, you want to help. You, you're, this isn't a burden. This, you, this is what you want to do. This is what people, yes. this is what a food pantry is there for. So don't be proud. Utilize it. This is what we're here for. And none of us are okay if we're not all okay. Right, right. right. And, but we're also talking about the fact, though, that um, people might have a hard time accessing food at, from food pantries right now because they're not signed up. You have to be right. already on assistance, right? And, and I'm going to say yes as a general rule, but at this point, I'm going to go out on a limb here. At Let's this go, point, Mike. there are no freaking rules. Go over to your food pantry, call up your local government and find out where these places are and just go. Okay. So, so I thought, so, so one idea uh, would be to call our local government and say, where, who are the people in our community that need help, that, that, um, that, that need help with food? Need, can we, should we all adopt a family? Do you have a, a list of people who, who are, you know, needing assistance right now? And how, what would be the best way to organize? Um, just what you said is one. Again, Julie, there, there are no rules anymore. We have to be innovative yeah. and figure out how to take care of people who have never had to be taken, taken care of ever before. They right. don't know. You don't know. So anything you do is the right thing to do. Right, right. So de definitely contact your local governments. If you have a township, contact your townships. They're more of a direct conduit for immediate assistance. Mm -hmm. But... For God's sake, this is what government is supposed to do. So make them do it. I like that, Mark. That that's huge. And would you agree? Um, so so I get Julie's Julie's point. Like, do we find out who the families are that are in need, or do would you say like, hey, listen, in most areas, there's a system in place like the Greater Chicago Food Depository. Let them do what they do. Give them the money and let them take it. They know what they're doing. Um, is that the right way to do it? And they'll filter it down and eventually your, your food bank along with somebody else's will also get it. Is that, is that how it works? 
Um, Does trickle-down economics work in this one area? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, no. <laughs> the, whole, the whole issue is people who are suddenly out of work, suddenly their money's dried up, they have, not, they have no awareness of how to get on uh, any kind of programs and might not be able to right now because the programs are overburdened. So right. we have to um, like create new ways to yes. help these people. Yes, and I will tell everybody who's listening to you what you just said is so important. Figure out a new way. Yes, contact your local government and then contact your neighbors and contact your friends and cobble together and figure out a way you can take care of your little microcosm of people. We all want to do this this big grand gesture of, I want to save the world. And it's funny, I always tell my, my crew at the food pantry because after years of doing this, you see the stories and you see the people and I'm trying not to cry right now. Aww. Because, um, wow, emotional. <laughs> You're entitled, brother. Let's go. Because it's tough. And I always tell these guys, you ever read Superman magazine, Superman comic books? And they always go, yeah. And I go, how many issues of Superman comic books are there? And they'll go, I don't know. And I'll go, thousands. Because Superman saves the day, saves the world one day, but then he has to come back and do it again. And then he comes back and do it again. And he does it again. And that's what you guys do. You get up in the morning, you save the day. And then you get up in the morning and you save the day. And then you get up in the morning and get up in the morning and you keep doing that. So the best thing for your folks, think about it. Save the day very locally. If you know your neighbor's out of work, talk to them. Ask them, do you need anything? If you have a network in your community, talk with them and you will quickly find out who needs and, and who can provide. Again, these are different times. Yeah. Work locally, work together. You know, I'm an, an elected official, but sometimes by the time that filters down, somebody just gets hungrier and hungrier. And if you're hungry now, you're hungry now. Right. Good point. So start locally and start super locally. Super locally. But definitely contact your, your, your elected, elected officials, your government agencies and offices so that your little thing can help them now, but then they can get in the system and be taken care of. Yep. Yeah, I like that. And if they're not, and if the system isn't available to take care of them, take care of them on your own. Do, do something for them directly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. These are the times we have to do that. Right. This is, this, I keep saying, it's all effed up. Everything is out of the box. Everything is out of the box. You can't help it. You have to think outside of the box. And I'm inviting everybody to think outside. Yes. Right. Locally, if uh, folks around here, if I get a phone call or a message of somebody in need, I'm there within a half an hour. And and, uh, we know Mark well enough to know that that is not hyperbole. That is just a true (laughs) fact. And, um, and really that, that makes perfect sense. So, um, I've, I've been thinking lately, like, you know, oh, the, the systems that I thought were in place that were going to save us from anything like what we're going through now of government and medicine and finance and economics, 
they're not going to save us. We have to save each other. So part of it's the social distancing to make sure we don't get, you know, we're not, we're not infecting one another, but oh. thing like you got to take it a big step further beyond that because right. Mark is holding up. <laughs> Pulling up the rubber gloves. Pulling up the gloves, the mask. <laughs> yeah, Mark has N95s because he works at the food pantry. Mark so needs he, N95s. Yeah, yeah. You need Mark to be solid and safe. <laughs> and your point, I think your point, broadly speaking, is, hey, take that golden rule one step further and just help somebody out directly. Do you know? Find out who's in need and help them. And don't pay lip service to that. And don't do it once because if somebody's hungry today, somebody's going to be hungry tomorrow yeah. too. Yeah, you know, there you've heard this a million times. People go, boy, if I could go back in time and do this and do that, I would. Well, here you are, and the trip was free. Yeah. The trip is free. What are you gonna do, hero? You right. always said you were gonna be a hero. Go out. This is the time where you can easily be a hero with the clothes you have on right now. Yeah. Anybody can be a hero right now. Yeah. So you don't need a time machine. You being a leader in this movement here, is there anything you need? Is there anything, you know, that, that would be supportive to you? Um, to me directly? or <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Me directly, I need about a thousand hugs. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, I, yeah, somebody posted they needed one of your hugs. I'm like, ditto. There will be time for that. The, the biggest thing, the gift I'm giving everybody is not touching them. Right. It's the biggest one I got. <laughs> wow. I won't touch you. And how but, about your specific pantry and your specific setup? Are you guys, what do you guys need? Um, I know this sounds funny, but um, understanding, number one. Folks, understand that these are tough times and people need. I don't need people telling me, oh, I bet there's people going there who don't really need it. Oh, see that nice car? Uh, you know, I'm very short on that. And I, when that pops up, I'm not nice anymore. Mm -mm. <laughs> to people who say that, and I say, look, if you're going to help, help. But if you're not, get out of my face. Like, no yeah. time this for not the time. There's a, yeah, th there's no time for niceties like that. What we need right now um, we've got volunteers. It's great. I have a lot of teachers who are out of school. So there's lots of volunteers there. The schools have been great around here because the food and some of the money that they would use for food, they're filtering to us. I've had the village of Morton Grove give us a warehouse space and the um, Greater Chicago Food Depository carte blanche to do anything we want. So we're wow. getting food almost every day here. Got and it. The numbers are growing every day as well. So again, anybody want to send me some money? I'm not going to turn it down because okay. we are we got the buying power. I'll put it to good use. If you don't send it to me, use it to feed somebody else. Just yeah, and and, and and yeah, I like that. You know, reach out um, and let's all think about the people who are falling through the cracks who um, never thought they'd be in this position and who might not have access to services. Yes. And there's a lot of people. Well, there's a lot of people. They're changing day to day, aren't they, Mark? Because I'm thinking like, here we are, we're in Illinois right now. And a couple hours ago, our governor, who's doing an awesome job, I think, through a lot of this, um, declared that the schools 
we're going to be closed for the remainder of the semester. Right. And knowing we were going to talk to you sometime today, I was thinking, I want to ask Mark about food, lunches in schools. And, you know, the fact that like, okay, so there are a lot of kids in this state, maybe right where you live and certainly where we live, who rely on that, rely on that meal, that one meal a day. Um, there's going to be more traffic where you are, is there not? There absolutely will be. There absolutely is. And you'd be surprised, whoever's listening to this, it's at your school too. Uh, lots of schools have in between 30 and 50% of their, their student population on free and reduced lunch or free and reduced meals. Uh, lots of them have breakfast programs where the kids come in early and eat breakfast. Uh, lots of the teachers, and this is one of the programs I started when I found out that teachers were using their money to buy granola and breakfast bars and food for kids in their classrooms. When I found that out, I stepped in and said, keep the money in your pocket. We will pay for it. Yeah. So we pay for that. We've set up a program to take care of um, pretty much all of our schools around here so that teachers don't have to do that. Again, you'd be surprised at the number of kids in the school right down the street from you who really need that. And that conduit is gone. It's gone. I have a, I have a really specific question. So say you found out that there was a family that needed food. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have, a, is there a list you could send us or something? So like, like that would say what you guys provide a family for a month. Um, some of the good kinds of good kinds of things to buy if you're just buying for someone in uh, if you're not actually asking them for a list of you know what they want to get from the store if you're just you know going to drop something off to someone can you give us a, a good idea of the kinds of things to put in there is that is does that make sense um, yeah again uh, you know I'll defer again to hey just give us the money and we'll do it. No, but I mean, like, if, we're, if, if I found out about a family, oh. you know, like, oh, hey, listen, I know there's this family. They really need help. Um, you know, and if I just wanted to start shopping for them once every two weeks or something, like, a good idea of what Perfect to answer to that is, what would you eat? What would you eat? Oh, oh, okay. Right. Now, unless there, and we, we do have areas, and our area is one where people are, you know, kosher or halal you know, um, that's a consideration to take into account. But generally, what would you eat? In fact, at our Niles Township Food Pantry, you know, our motto is serving food with dignity. And dignity is giving you pretty much what I would eat myself. Yeah. So a nice thing to do if you wanted to put together a package, and, you know, I don't know how much, you know, any given person eats, but what the things we put in our box that would feed a family of four for two weeks, um, canned goods, dried fruits. Uh, we are distributing because we get so many fresh fruits in now. We give people fresh fruit, pastas, beans. Yeah. Um, if you want to go to the more perishable end of it. Pretty much chicken is pretty much good for everybody. I, I'd veer away from the pork or the beef and go with the chicken. Um, but again, pretty much anything you would eat. Boxes of cereal. Let me, let me definitely throw that one in there. Boxes of cereal because they can last a long time. People eat it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and midnight snack. Yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe like eggs, milk, juice. 
Yes. Um, that's what we give away in, in, in our um, boxes now. We give, you get a couple of dozen eggs, a gallon of milk, butter, uh, the canned goods. Uh, yes, we have butter sometimes when we have it, we distribute it. And don't let me discourage anybody from donating food, though, because the food that you donate to a food pantry is that variable stuff. It makes that box of things that we put together not so generic. Right. So when you give us something that came from your house, it's different from coming to somebody else's house. So you're throwing that variable in. When they open that box, they go, oh, wow, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> Hungry Jack potatoes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, I don't want to discourage anybody from donating to the food pantry, but I will just say this. What would you eat? And I love you that. donate that. Mark, how, kind of a final question, unless you have yeah. anything else, Julie. So Mark, uh, for those of you who don't know him, but you'll know him soon, um, is uh, not just a foodie, but he's probably the most inventive chef I know. <laughs> Seriously. So like, if you wanted to put somebody in one of the cooking challenge shows, if I had any of my friends that I thought, this guy's going to win the 20 grand, it is absolutely Mark, because he can take an amalgam of stuff and create something amazing in a kitchen. And he loves doing it. So when I get a box of food from your food pantry, how's the food? Uh, last year, I tried an experiment. I grabbed a box of food that we would give away to patrons of the food pantry. And I actually brought it home and cooked for my family. And, well, yeah, I am a mag magician in the kitchen. <laughs> it was fabulous. All of it's good. Yeah. There is nothing that I would allow my guys to give anyone at our food pantry that I wouldn't eat myself. Yeah. Yep. We're That's very judicious awesome. about it. We're very judicious about it. Things at the end of code, at the end of date, freezer burned, anything. I would rather throw it away than to make you eat it if i wouldn't eat it yeah although i have a low bar yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. you've seen some of the things i've eaten no no but i get it like some you know some fresh estates are really um like yes. over are over overly cautious yes and our guys are certified top to bottom to know what's good uh what's not good and so if you've got food that you want to donate bring it i don't care what it is We'll go through it and we'll get rid of the stuff that's not good. But we're not turning cash away either. Oh, phew. Cash <laughs> <is so laughs> right. if, if people want to get in touch with you for maybe advice on how to do something in their community or, um, you know, just mm -hmm. making a new friend, <laughs> what's the best way to get in touch with you? I am absolutely into that. You can find me. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Mark Collins on Facebook. It's this face here. You'll well, see. Well, we're not gonna. They're not gonna see that. Yeah. We oh, not, oh, all right. But look up Mark Collins Facebook Chicago Now Township Food Pantry. You'll find me. Um, if you want, you know, I'll give everybody my email address. Okay. It is civilcitizenm at aol .com. Yeah, it's still AOL, folks. Get over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the man's business. I'll spell that out. It's not broke. Uh, yeah. It's a C I B I L C I T I Z E N and M as in Mark 
at AOL. I'd be more than happy to direct anyone anywhere I can direct them or um, give a pep talk, say rah, rah, get out there and do it, whatever. You know, these are times where communication is key. And the more people we connect with and communicate with, the more questions we can answer. We can't do it face to face, but we sure can do it through this electronic medium. Yeah. Well, we couldn't be more grateful to talk to you, my friend. You are, once again, one of our heroes and um, never more than right now. You are uh, stepping to the plate and you talk about like, go save the world today and save the world again tomorrow. I you, love you that. You live oh those gosh. words yeah. like nobody I know. So we are grateful for your friendship and grateful for who you are and what you do and, um, and super proud uh, as a side note, like couldn't be prouder to know you, man. So that's Mark Collins, everybody. Yeah, and so we're going to try to make you proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Superman needs lots of sidekicks. <laughs> we need a Batman. We need the Flash. We need Spider-Man, Captain America. Pick one and be one. All right, and we'll report back. Thank you, guys. All right, much right, love, love brother. You. We'll talk to you soon. And as I always say, love you more than you love me. (laughs) When that first hug comes along, it's going to be a long one. Yeah. Big one. I love you. (laughs) Love Love you, bro. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.